Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to A New World of Wealth, the podcast where we unpick the financial challenges Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs just like you are experiencing every single day. We share stories, solutions, and simple tips you can start using right away to get the clarity you need to organize your financial future. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, my name is Jackie Yip, and I am one of the certified financial planners here at Ocean 6 Wealth Advisory. We are on a mission to transform the financial industry and provide innovative advice and life-changing financial plans to help you win and not the CRA or the banks. Now, sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. No matter if you're setting personal goals or financial goals, Starting with the end in mind is the way I've always started to set up my goals. I've taken a long time to get to where I am today. And one of the things I have to attribute to the success of the things I've found in life is knowing to set the goals backwards and starting with the end in mind. What this really means is you really got to start thinking about your goals backwards, starting with what you actually ultimately want to achieve. When you know exactly and get clear, um, crystal clear on what that end goal looks like, it's much easier for you to hit it. And there are loads of examples of this in life that I've taken lessons from that has attributed to the success. And I'm here to share with you some of the stories of how I got to this result. So first and foremost, an example, and it's easy one that we see every single day of our life is like setting a destination on our GPS. When you set a destination on your GPS, it's locked in. You know where you're going and the destination has been set. It now doesn't matter whether or not you start to turn left or turn right because the GPS has locked in your destination. It knows how to reroute and recalculate. It'll never falter from that end goal of yours because you've locked it in. So GPS systems are a great reminder for me that when I set my goals, that I should lock in to the end results, lock into what it is that I'm after and get crystal clear on that end destination. If I don't, it's hard for me to reposition myself if things happen. Now, of course, life happens and it's going to stop us from executing our perfect plan. However, without a plan, we basically plan to fail. So this is an old saying, but it really does resonate with me in the sense that you have to get really clear on setting what that end goal looks like so that you know that you will not easily be faltered and you are locked into that end destination. Another example of this is that I'm an avid golfer. So I've been playing for a few years now. I wouldn't say I'm any good and I'm still trying to learn every single day. But year over year, season after season, I make the same typical mistakes that I would make on a golf course. And I got really frustrated with myself. So I started to take some lessons and started to really pay attention to the other golfers that I play with to see what they're doing that's creating success for them. And this is, again, another old but wise saying. And I never really truly understood this until maybe the past year or two. And that's when my game started to really improve. And what they say is that it's to visualize the hole and play it backwards. I never understood what that really meant. But once I started to understand what they're trying to say, 
I start to understand what it is to play the whole backwards. And to play the whole backwards is quite simple. You just have to visualize where the green is, where the hole is, and ask yourself, how many strokes do you think it will take for you to putt that green? Maybe one, maybe two. Then ask yourself, well, how many strokes are you going to need now to take to get to the green? So if you get to the green in two, then you have two putts to go. Whereas if you get to the green in three, then you'll, still, you'll need to try and putt that in one shot to get the same par four. So to, in order to, for you to do that, you really got to start to ask yourself, what are the risks that you need to take to get to the green? And so what that means is, hey, if I know that I need to take two shots to the green, but these two shots are very risky, then I will ask myself, can I get to the green in three shots and make the one putt, but take three safer shots so that my ball is not all over the place and it'll take me forever to find or worse, be in positions that I have no second or third shot. So the lesson here for me is not only do you play the hole backwards, but you want to do it in a way with the least amount of risk and so that you can take the least amount of strokes to get to the hole. So shaving 10 strokes off the game of golf isn't hard when you realize that you can stop taking these massive risk shots to try and get to the goal in the shortest amount of strokes, when in fact, because you take these risky shots, you're probably taking a few extra shots just to get to the green. So go work your ways backwards, start with the end in mind, but play it to your advantage. Play the shots that is the least amount of risk for you so that it takes you the least amount of strokes to get there. And I think the last example of this, which I never really thought as, as an example until recently in the past few years where my business really needed more systems in place. So for as a financial planner, we definitely have the freedom to kind of work our days, do whatever it takes to get to our clients, use our time wisely to help with our clients, set up meetings. And my life wasn't really on any sort of schedule. I kind of just woke up that day and looked at my calendar and see what I needed to do and just kind of did it without any rhyme or reasons. There's no systems in place. I just kind of got off the bed and start working wherever life took me. And that kind of worked for a while just because um, I've been a bit of a quick start. And what that really means is I, I have the tendency to want to get going and, and kind of just start doing things with my hands so that I know what the next steps are. So those worked in my favor, but it also detrimented me in the long game. And that's because I have no systems that are repeatable. I, it wasn't anything that I could teach or anything I can repeat. So then every day I spend a loads amount of time trying to rethink what I need to do that day and use my strength and, and energy to just plan out the day. So instead, what I started to realize is I needed to create systems to get me to my end goal. And how I got there and what this really meant was I look back at my days of my IT days when I used to work for a software company. Now, I never built softwares for the clients. What I did do was build systems, automated systems to help the team and the company thrive. And so I was usually tasked with these internal systems where we look at 
what every department needs and what every team player requires and start to create systems that are repeatable and remove redundancies to avoid mistakes. So we don't want a sales team to have to enter the data into the system where then the customer service team has to redo the same thing where there could be potential human mistakes. So by automating it and creating systems in place, then we know which role belongs to which person, which team, and therefore avoid redundancies and avoid any human mistakes as much as possible so that the system can flow and do its things in the back end. These automated systems created the end results much quicker and much more efficiently. So everyone got the things that they needed without having to redo a lot of the work. So systems solve my problem, but you couldn't build 10 systems in the same big picture. So let's pretend, and this is something that has happened to me, where I was tasked with creating better systems to avoid redundancies and mistakes for an accounting problem. The company was getting too many mismatched informations from different departments to fulfill the orders so that the clients get their software. That was sort of what our problem was. So we got to dive deeper and figure out where are the moving parts and how many pieces are at play. We don't try and rebuild the systems completely and overhaul the entire thing. We got to first identify what are the necessary steps to make the big picture and the big problem resolved. And things have to go in one piece at a time. So rather than trying to figure out what accounting needed, what customer service needed, and what sales team needed, and started combining everything in one system to create the the solution, we truncated it to three different systems. And so that we can isolate and test one piece at a time and build to that end goal. So something I have to take in, in consideration whenever I have a big lofty goal in mind is whether or not I'm gonna do it in one step or in 10 steps? And what are those success criteria and measurements so that I can easily build repeatable systems that adds up to the end results? And taking these systems and steps in place allows me to kind of test things, do things in in small bite sizes, rather than try and do take a big chunk out of this problem and get, get frustrated with myself or perhaps even just uh, analysis paralysis where I just stuck thinking about the problem and never actually executing on it. So these three lessons has really helped me in achieving both my personal and financial goals. For, for me, some of the big loftier goals financially has always been buying a home, having a family, but none of those things could just happen all together in one year. Things have to have happened so that I can build up my success get to the next part. But when I look back to some of these achievements I have in my life, both personal and financial, I recognize that I've always practiced these three simple but very useful reminders for me to get to those end goals. And that's first and foremost, set it like a GPS, lock in the target and never falter from the end. If you're crystal clear and fully committed to your end goal, you will get there. Now, the path might recalculate, then things might change and life might get in your way. But none of those things 
will stop you from getting to your end goals because you're, you've locked it in. And all you have to do is recalculate, reposition, and start from that new perspective. If you really wanted to get to this goal with some planning in mind, then play the game backwards. Know your strengths. Know what the steps are for you to get to your end goals and play to your strengths. You don't need to always have these big audacious goals where you're taking time and big expenses to get there. What if you just took small incremental wins every single day, but you did that for 365 days of the year? Then at that time, you'll get to your goals much faster and probably bigger results than you've ever imagined. Last and finally, create systems or checkpoints that adds up to the bigger picture. Don't try and achieve the, the per home purchase or the family all in one go. Try and break it down into bite-sized steps where you can then have checkpoints with yourself and compound and create those success. So that's it for me. What I wanted to share with you was the three things that I take in my mind when I set up these big lofty goals and ask myself, am I locked into that target? Am I going to play the game to my advantage and by playing the game backwards? And am I having these checkpoints with myself to actually get to the bigger goal? I promise if you follow these three steps, simple things and simple reminders and just check in with yourself with the goals that you've set aside, I guarantee you will get to your success a lot easier and it'll avoid a lot more mistakes and definitely you'll have the dream life that you desire. For this and more, we, we go through all of this with our Blueprint clients who paying a lot of attention to goal settings. And the reason why we have that in place is because we believe financial planning isn't just about money. It's what the money can do for you. And this is why time and time again, we push back and we, we revisit goals with our clients because if we don't know where we're going, how do we know we're going to get there? Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great day. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you found this information useful in taking your next steps towards a new world of wealth. If this conversation has sparked your interest and you'd like to have a chat, click on the link in our podcast for more information on ways you can connect. Finally, make sure you hit subscribe to be the first to access future episodes or just tune in to previous ones. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing day.